Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Appreciate you folks on the text line. You're active early. Grateful and appreciative of that. Uh, Got to tell Jay Foreman that t- tomorrow we'll have company. We'll have company. We will. The fire starter. The CEO fire starter makes her first trip to Nebraska. <laughs> Francis like Rymers is coming. <laughs> Francis Rymers is coming to Nebraska, and tomorrow, four o'clock, she's going to be in studio. <laughs> she's coming, and right she's she's bringing degrees. her Buffalo Bills jersey. Oh, okay. Well, because well, because because one of her clients was 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 an offensive lineman for the yeah. Bills. Uh, now I think he left the Bills and went to the Giants, but yeah. uh, another one space, and she represents uh, Aaron Donald. Oh yeah, as well. So she's got a crew of folks: Commanders, Ravens. Uh, she's all over the place, but it's good to have her in studio tomorrow. She's making a trip as well. Um, yeah, there's several things in play. What's the headline, Jay? From from Bengals, Chiefs. Yeah. What's the headline? Uh, the headline is definitely Patrick Mahomes doing what he does, man. I mean, <clears throat> I think when I talked about it with Kenny on Friday, I was like, you know, when I mean Patrick, it seems Patrick Mahomes has been. I think every year he's been playing, starting. He's been to the AFC Championship. I think, um, like five years in a row. Uh, now he has only has one Super Bowl, but at the end of the day, he's been pretty dominant. So, to the just a quick glimpse, you like, oh, he's he's he's, you know, that's enough, or it's like he's older, like he's over the hill, like he hadn't even hit his prime yet, and for it to be to him to be shunned, you know, sometimes, you know, when you get backed in a corner, whether it's a legacy or just questioning his greatness or questioning him as the best, because I'm sure he feels he's the. He's head and shoulders the best quarterback in in the league. Now, I know he don't want to see see Brady in those situations, but at the end of the day, right now what he's dealing with, he figures he's he 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 knows he's the best. He feels like it and when he's questioned and he's challenged, you know, ankle sprain or not, that he led them, you know, with the 4th, 5th and 6th receiver and threw for 326 yards, no interceptions. Um you know, made the game winning run on a hobbled ankle at the end of the game where he, you know, obviously he gets a little bit sore. And so he, you know. Come on, linebacker. Tell it, me true. Tell me too. With, what's going through Osai's brain? I mean, look, he's, he's going, I mean, he's 260 some pounds. He's going full speed. He runs a four, six forty. So we're not it's talking hard, it's about hard for him to stop. Right? Now, ideally you would like to, he's trying to stop him from getting the first down. He's a young kid. Ideally, you'd like him not to hit him, but you know, to be honest with you, there was plays before that that lost him the game. The punt return lost him the game. Whether it was a block in the back or not, I think that was probably more of a flop trying to get the call. Um, you don't think that, that that Mahomes flopped on on the tap on the back? It went uh, on. It got pushed oh, out of bounds. Yeah, he, he flopped. Sold, right? he, he sold he it, but the contact okay. was clearly out of bounds. Yeah, it, the contact was there. The contact and but the, dude, and the, WWE sold that. Like but, he went, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he stood. You, the contact was out of the bounds. And he, I mean, look, he's a he got hit hard enough to fall. Now the flopping and all that stuff, you know, it, you sell it. That's what guys do. So I mean, it's it's a penalty. I I I feel sorry for the the young man because he, out of all the defensive linemen, he played the best, and everybody's talking about that one play. 
and everybody's talking about his teammate Pratt, you know, going into the locker room and why'd you hit the quarterback? Well, on the really the game changing play, the Chiefs ran a um well, ideally he was the one that were Tony Romo. I don't know what Tony Romo was saying. I know what it sounded Hello? like. Hello. Hello, Tony Romo. Who you who you hanging out with that you freely? You know who he's hanging out with. Dez told you that's my QB. Like like he used some some family cookout language. I think Tony Romo showing up at the cookout saying what happened. Like yeah yeah. Come on, B Rad. Like it was yeah yeah. So well, anyways, on that play, it was a simple screen play to Pachinko, the running back, dead in the rights. There's three guys there. They had him out leveraged to the sidelines, inside runner, and then a straight-on alley filler. And Pratt was one of the guys that missed a tackle. Mm-hmm. Now, you should you should not miss a tackle if you three have me surrounded, as great as I might have been in high school or college. Jay, look at you and look at the rest of us. You're plowing. You're, you're running. Through you guys would have got. You're running over. You, you should be at in the NFL. You should be able to get those see, guys. See, Jay thinks of himself as a basketball player with a football player's heart. Like he just, he just in his mind, yeah, he's that. a basketball player who just happened to muscle up to play linebacker because it paid well. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, and I was vertically challenged after uh, about my junior year. But what well, was that he, extra he, thirty you put yeah, on from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that in the weight program. But uh, you know, he missed the tackle. I mean, I, look, I understand it. It's a, it's a huge play, and they came out and 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 he obviously the kicker made it. Um, it sucks for him, but you know. It's a penalty. It is. What I what I would I like the ref not to call it? Probably I would have liked him not to call it. It, it I, seemed, I just felt like the officials. Now the the whole extra plays and all that stuff, they actually weren't wrong. The guy came on the field. Uh-huh. Now granted, he now when when it's crazy like now granted, now the Chiefs were on offense, so they he should have been blowing his whistle and be more authoritative. But he did call the play dead. And then on the pass interference Eli Apple was more than pass interference. It was flat out like tackling him, and they got him off the field. But overall, in the 49ers Do you game, think the pass interference late in the drive, the, the, the simple hand on the hip? Now, that's, that's a little ticky-tacky when it's late like that. Now, I will tell you – And that's the drive. But like, if, that's the entire drive is that, that when – I have a simple rule. And, and, and for me, if it doesn't change the, the result of the play – that you you we're taught as coaches when we ask the question is did it impact the result of the play right but and you know the that foul you but you got to know how they're calling it anyways okay and the fact that you have Eli Apple on your team see this is what people don't understand it's not the NFL is not rigged but these but the refs if you ever watch that Netflix show refs are petty Okay. And yes. they do not like in the NFL is not petty, but the shield but, has its own rule. When you when Eli Apple tweeted out the the tweet at uh, Hamlin uh-huh. with, uh, you know, was a Cancun on three and the thing like that. They, they you had you put a target on your back. Yep. Like the NFL is fine with you calling Burrow, you know, uh, head and all that. They're fine with all that. True. But when you. Do something like that. Now the target's on you. So now you put all your teammates in the crosshairs. Yeah. So if you don't think that the refs weren't cognizant of that, then you don't have any sense of reality. What so, do you? What so, do you? So you, that's Eli Apple's fault. But you ha- you were in Buffalo at levels of success where often local politicians will speak for the city and put the players. 
Yeah. In a target. They, but they, that's just the way. First of all, Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati just started getting good. You can't fault them for it. The players were wolfing. They felt like they were doing. They were doing it. They and they were riding high off of one up there and beat the brakes off of Buffalo. They embarrassed Buffalo. And to be honest with you, the way that Buffalo's defense is fired, played, the defensive coordinator should be fired. I like Leslie Frazier. Uh, you know, I hate saying it. He's a great man. He's going to call you. I don't care. I, I, mean, I have his number in text. I'm right, I was going to say, he's going to call you and say. That's horrible. He played horrible. Um, and this is, is what it is. Cincinnati put their own target on their back. If they would have just been humble and said, we're going to go in there and do what we need to do, and then after you beat Kansas City. Is it, there it, any team in the NFL that's at this level humble? Well, it, well, yeah, the Patriots done it all the time. But Patriots. then they wolf. They wolf afterwards. Yeah, I was gonna say the, Patri- the Patriots. You wolf, talk you, enough you, in the offseason. You, you, you wolf afterwards. It's just like yeah. when they went out to San Diego, and San Diego had Ladanian Tomlinson and Gates and Sean Merriman, uh-huh. and then after they beat him in the playoffs, when they what were they fourteen and two? Yep. Right. And you seen them doing the lights out and all the yeah. other stuff, and then yeah. in Ladanian Tomlinson's feelings were hurt. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day. You asked for it. We came and gave it to you. Now we're going <laughs> to give you mad? Now, we're, now we're going to give you a party. <laughs> Why are you mad? Right? It's no different than Richard Sherman going up to Brady after kind of when they were kind of the legion, the year before they kind of made their run, asking Brady, "Why you mad, bro?" and all the other stuff. Cincinnati put a target on the back, but the, at the end of the day, at the at the very at the at the bottom, at the base of it, Joe Burrow didn't play good. I know, and and I wanted Cincinnati to win for this. I, I I didn't even care who won after Buffalo lost. I, I I had reason. I don't like Patrick Mahomes' brother in the, in the way that some the Kansas City fans are. No offense, because they're just can't help it. Just, they can't help themselves, can't help right? Because they've been horrible for so long. And then Nick Gregory, all his text met. I mean, dude. You I know what I got mad about this but weekend? Here, but here's why I want Cincinnati to win. Because I wanted to come in here and be able to talk about why Scott Frost ain't signed that man. Right. <laughs> you can so still could, talk so about. It. Could, you so can still talk, talk about it because it's a story. That. Like, it's a real thing. Can I ask a question? I, I, Okay, so this weekend, this is where the fans that bother me show up. Now, I'm not talking about the regular fans. I'm right. talking about folks who claim to be super fans. Of Kansas City. Of Kansas City. And they said, I know everything about the Chiefs. And then I asked, well, who's the first person to do an end zone dance? For the Chiefs. No, I, I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even put that on. Yeah. Who was the first person in the NFL with a known end zone celebration? And this super Chiefs fan, who's supposed to know everything, didn't know who Elmo Wright was, and I was oh wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. How well, you, you can't even put you, on the colors. You could ask them who the best linebacker for the Chiefs ever and they Hopefully they would have said Derek Thomas. They better, or they could have said Bobby Bell, or Willie Lanier. I don't know the. I don't know Virginia's finest. Say Willie Lanier. But they might be too young. They might be awesome. They they don't know. But but Derek Thomas is definitely in everybody's old, young, young or old mind. It upset me that here they were, and I said, "Well, do the dance. If you're a Chiefs fan, do the Elmo Wright." Celebration. If they're a Chiefs fan. They're a modern day Chiefs fan ever since Andy. Maybe since Come Dick, on, Austin. When, when Come Dick on, Austin. Got there. Come on, Austin. I was right? gonna say I saw as a Royals fan myself, I saw a lot of that when they made their two postseasons in fourteen yeah. fifteen. Everybody's I'm sure Kansas City is a great yeah. sports town, not having lived there. 
I'm sure they're fine people, but <laughs> they jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, they do. And they, you know what? they jump on and you they hold the, on for dear life. That, that should be on a shirt. You know what the worst Kansas is? Kansas City Chiefs fans. I'm you know, sure they're fine people. You know, you know what the worst <laughs> is? People send me texts. Are you, are you cheering for the Chiefs? Why? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding? Like, I'm not a fan. Like, I want to see a good football. Like, because Buffalo lost, all of a sudden now. You know, since you owe they, it to them to be a cheese. Yeah. No, that is no. the greatest low key burn ever. Like for whoever your your rivals are. Oh, you're you're an Iowa fan. Yeah. <laughs> they must be nice people. They're yeah. nice people. Uh, Kansas City, and I'm gonna tell you this though, Kansas City has a has an intimidation factor when you go there. And now I'm gonna say this. Uh, now I played up in Seattle, both when they were indoors, and I felt like I, up until I went to Kansas City, I was like. Holy crap! This, I mean, this is like deafening in here, especially when Cortez Kennedy literally went up and down the line and was like, "Yeah, I'll kick your butt." You know, <laughs> literally was like, "All right, I'm just gonna make the Hall of Fame of all your guys," and that was including Ruben Brown, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Cortez Kennedy was off the chain this day. Uh, um. So, but the so then I'm like, I got to Kansas City and we played him, and we were in the playoff hunt, so we're there and we played him, and it was kind of like on a December kind of overcast day. You know what their intimidation is when you go to Kansas City Stadium? It's the barbecue. It's like you, you come in there, you know, you got your headphones on because we stayed right across the highway, right? So, we, you know, there's no point in getting on the early bus or late bus. You're there at all the same time. But you get go to the bus and you smell the barbecue and it takes your edge off. It does. It just like... Man, I because I'm riding up to the game I'm like, dang, that smells like some ribs. It's That's in the it, like it gets to the bus yeah. to the team oh, bus driving when, up when you when you cross the highway, right? And I don't know if they still have the hotel there. When you cross, they the, do. There's nothing yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The stadium. <laughs> There's nothing there. Right. Austin so what, is on fire. Know, what is happening? Oh no, you know if you have not been there, <laughs> yeah, no, I no, love it. Nothing. No, but no, Austin is killing today. Have you been to the stadium? Yes. Yeah, like literally. There's like a. There's a Denny's. It's a Clarion. It's a Denny's and a Clarion Hotel. Oh. It is actually pretty nice. And then you go across the highway, and then you got to fight the – I mean, they tailgate. And then uh, the good thing about Kansas City, we beat them. And, you know, they were – I mean, they'd give you some barbecue after. They were cool. Yeah, I mean, the – the, the, the least the, they could Well, do, that's know? the after party. Um, I was with the Chargers when the Chargers – because you know, the Chargers play them all, all the time, right. and this is in the junior Seau section, and the Stan Humphreys when they're going to Super Bowl team. So when they came to Kansas City, it was a problem. Like it was yeah. like okay, the after party in the parking lot, the players' parking lot. Like the Chargers knew they were coming to get a win, and then said, "Well, we gonna stay a while. We not even we gonna delay yeah. the team yeah, you, flight yeah. to get some of this KC barbecue and celebrate with the fans." And they would say. Thanks for inviting me to your 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 KC Chiefs party. I didn't mean to eat your food and beat your yeah, team, you guys but I got. I was lucky enough. Uh, a couple team ex team ex Huskers were there, so they you know they brought me over, got me some barbecue. But can that? But on top of that, that was the loudest stadium I ever played in my life, ever. It was three and a half hours. What's the three loudest? Give me the three loudest that you played. Pittsburgh, Seattle. Well, number well the the loudest is Kansas City, the second loudest, I would probably say, Pittsburgh, um, and then Seattle. But can I mean literally it was four hours of, you I mean I just stopped talking. Like literally, you're I was I remember talking to uh, Bruce Smith and Phil Hansen. Where Bruce was like, "Man, stop yelling at me!" Right? <laughs> I, but Bruce didn't care because here's here's how Bruce is. Bruce gonna do his thing. So even if Bruce makes a mistake, it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, rookie. 
You're right. Like, it, <laughs> there's no A, Bruce. You should be in the C gap. It's J. You see him in the C. Now you go to the B gap where, you know, you play off of him. So Phil Hansen was always cool. So I'm literally, from me to DP, with my helmet, yelling at Phil Hansen for a check, talking about a check before we go into the game because Kansas City's defense is on the field. And it was like shake, like the, the ground was shaking. And I remember thinking, like, damn, like, this is crazy. In three hours, and then you get in the in the locker room, and your head and ears are ringing. I want to, I yeah. Well, so the barbecue was needed. Let Let's take a break there. When we come back, we'll do the last segment of the first hour, old school. Uh, I want to introduce somebody to you, and then we'll get into game two of 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 the of the championship Sunday. Lots to talk about. That that game set off a lot of folks. And it paints a wonderful picture for Super Bowl Sunday. But we'll do that when we come back to Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers.